Hello everybody out there and welcome to another episode of the Talk That Talk Show with me, Barry Holmes. And here we are for another week. I'm really excited to get here on the mic. Um, a lot has happened, um, lot, really a lot to talk about. Uh, shout out to my boy Jeff Farrell. He said that you know it should be a great episode because you have no shortage of stuff to talk about. So, you know, I, I definitely have put together a great show. Uh, we got a lot of things lined up for you today. Um, as always, I want to thank everybody for listening in. As always, shout out to my boy Steve Taglarini, who's here on the Facebook live stream. But, um, you know, I'm just really excited to say that the Talk That Talk show is getting better each and every week. You know, we've embraced this primetime role at 830. And, you know, there's no stopping us, man. Um, you know, like I said, I've talked to my boy Tim. Um, hopefully by next week, we should have the Talk That Talk show shirts for you. Um, you know, you can reach out to me directly at uh, underscore Barry Buckets if you want to get yourself a T-shirt. Um, you can always post on our Facebook Live page as well, too. Um, I think we have already over 10 pre-orders on these T-shirts, so um, I'm really excited to launch those. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that, that happen, you know, during this quarantine that kind of, you know, really bring out our creative juices, man, and... You know, I've been really, you know, searching and trying to find different ways to be innovative with this show. And, you know, the continuous support that I get from my family members and my friends, you know, it continues to push me through each and every week. Um, you know, I got to give a big shout out to my sponsors, VW Liquors located in Wick Plaza, Edison, New Jersey. Got to give a shout out to Neva. Uh, she's been on me the past couple weeks because I, I didn't give her a shout out. So, you know, shout out to Angelo's mom, Neva. You, she's really awesome. Uh, shout out to my boy Gabe Azzarello, Caroline, uh, Crystal Dice, and, you know, my boy Dave over VW Liquors. Big shout out to them. Also want to give a shout out to uh, Executive Bar and Restaurant located in Carteret, New Jersey. Um, definitely going to go see my boy Prashant tomorrow, but, um, you know, we got a lot of good sponsors here. And then also another big sponsorship shout out to 91s.com. Cody Bromley got the best asset wash apparel in the game. Shout out to uh, Kenny Sperlin that's on our Facebook live stream and my boy Sterling Williams. Um, we got a... It, it, we got a lot lined up for you, so you got to make sure that you're tuned in, Sterling. Um, but, you know, first and foremost, you know, before I get into this show, um, you know, I try to give the people what they want. And, you know, I've had a lot of people talking to me saying, you know, they want to hear my my thoughts about some things other than sports as well, too. So, you know, starting this show off, I definitely want to, you know, highlight George Floyd. Um, you know, big prayers going out to his family. Um, you know, I think what we all saw was just something that was just so terrible. Um, you know, really, we saw someone get murdered, you know, on video right in front of our eyes, man. And, you know, that shit is sick. It really is. And, you know, for me personally, um, being someone that's black, you know, my father has always really talked to us about you know, having to work extra harder, you know, having to work 10 times as harder than the next person, right? Um, you know, it's just, you know, systematic oppression that, you know, us as black men have, you know, been predisposed to from, you know, growing up. I mean, like I said, you know, I, I've, you know, went into stores where, you know, you have people that want to sweep around you when you're in the stores. You know, pre-corona, you had it where, 
people didn't want to take money out of my hand. Um, you know, I've had situations where we've went down to beach bars with my white friends and all of a sudden, you know, the dress code is suddenly changed for me, you know, so, you know, I feel like, you know, the, the biggest thing that is difference between, you know, this George Floyd thing is the fact that, you know, a lot of people are not privier. They don't want to accept the fact that there is white privilege out there, you know. Um, I mean, you can look no further than the, the police officers that m murdered George, George Floyd who have now only got, you know, third-degree murder charges. And when you can look no further than Khalif Browder, who, you know, if you don't know who that is, you need to Google it. But here you have Khalif Browder, who is somebody that went to jail for two to three years based off of non-video footage that he supposedly stole a backpack, right? So, you know, if, in, in seeing how we're treated as blacks to where, you know, we are not given the benefit of the doubt. And I think that that's what a lot of people don't realize and fail to realize, you know. And I want you to ask one of your white friends or ask one of your friends out there if they truly believe that white privilege exists. And that'll give you a really good answer as to how far we can go or how the, the different types of things we can go to fix this. Because at the end of the day, if you don't realize that white privilege exists, then there's no way that we can establish that we're, we're ever going to get on some common ground here. Because, I mean, you can look no further than Amy Cooper. I want to give a big shout out to Jamil Hill, someone who lost their uh, you know, status on ESPN because she's so boisterous with what she said. But, you know, here's someone like Jamil Hill who went on Twitter and said that, listen, Amy Cooper wanted what happened to George Floyd to exactly happen to Christian Cooper when she called on him, right? And, you know, the thing that we see here is you have someone in Amy Cooper who is blatantly making lies up to try and harm this guy, Christian Cooper, who was just trying to bird watch. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the, the crazy thing is, is that, you know, with us as black people, we are constantly each and every day having to prove to every single one out there that our lives matter just as much as yours lives do. And that's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It's bullshit. It's bullshit that I don't get the same exact benefit of the doubt that some of my very other good friends get. And until the people out there, until my friends, until anybody else that's listening out here understands that white privilege does exist, then we have no other way of trying to get far and get past this. Because this is a definite reality, and it's looking right in between your eyes, man. I mean, if you want to look no further, check this out, right? I think the biggest difference between this thing that just happened with George Floyd and with Amy Cooper is no different than things that have happened continuously over the past years. I mean, look what happened where, you know, you had the guy that was killed by George Zimmerman, and we were all up in arms, right? I mean, these are things that have continuously happened but the problem is, the fact of the matter is, here you're seeing for yourself live with your camera what is happening. I've had some of my friends out there when we're talking about police brutality, what they're saying is, oh, if you just do what the cops say, then you'll be okay. Well, tell me what happened with my boy George Floyd right there. When he did exactly what was told of him, and he's not given the benefit of the doubt, and now he's dead. And now... You're having people, because of white privilege, 
that are now getting third degree murder charges instead of first degree murder charges when you have black men out there that aren't getting you know sentenced to life sentences long-term sentences without even this video footage so i as a black man you know it's very frustrating to me when you have things like this that are going on every single day right but you know it's just not as so much as told in the media and then when we talk about it and you're saying that you have people that are making excuses for these people or making excuses or trying to give them the benefit of the doubt this is exactly the problem as to why we are divided right and the crazy thing also is about it is like i had a great great conversation with my boy uh, matt kuyumjin and he was talking about you know we need to unify people and unify as americans and saying that everybody should do their duty regardless of what you feel about people. And, you know, I totally agree with him on that, you know. I think we all have a duty as, you know, to, to watch out for our neighbor, you know, do the right things by our family, live with integrity. These are all things that we are supposed to do. But the problem is, is that when you're living in America where everything is defined in separation, just when we file for our taxes, I got to file as African-American. I mean, shit. When you were trying to do your SATs, they're trying to, you know, tell us whether you're black, white, African-American. It, it's, it, it's, we live in a society where everything is just so categorized. We're so, you know, built up on saying, hey, this is a black guy. This is a white person. This is an Asian person. This is the America that we live in. I mean, you look at other countries. You go to Puerto Rico, everybody's Puerto Rican. You go to France, everyone is French. You don't say a black French person. You don't say a white French person. But here in America, I have to define myself as African-American. I can't just say that I'm American, right? This is the things, and this is why we will continuously be divided as a society. Because if you continue to categorize people and to, 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 to separate people based off of just skin color, ethnicity, any types of things. We're never as one people going to unify, you know? And we're going to continue to have things like this happen. And, and it's very sickening, man. Um, you know, and, and another thing that I definitely wanted to talk about as far as the things that's happening with this George Floyd thing is that, you know, we have a sense where we're not even highlighting this guy, George Floyd, and not highlighting the life that he lived and the life that was taken from him. The top headlines we have is CNN reporters that are getting arrested while trying to, you know, deliver reports. You know, we're talking about how, you know, the, the cops were accidentally killed them. And that's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit, you know. And and I think it's it's crazy where, you know, in a, in a world where we're trying to create solutions, we're trying to create these things that... um our answers to a lot of the questions that we have with society, right? And, you know, the toughest thing is where you have people that are looting out there and now they're taking away from, you know, the legacy or whatever that was with my boy George Floyd. And, you know, I like I said, I, I mean, I'm not going to say to people, hey, you know, this looting, you know, you should, it's terrible, you know what I'm saying? Which it is. And I know that some people have to find ways to express themselves, but looting is not the way to express yourself and to get the things that you want. You know, I want to give a big shout out to my boy Alavette King, who's someone who turned his life around and, you know, with his music. 
and he's went on Facebook and he's went to say, hey, you know, here's all the info as far as protesting. You know, here's all the dates for protesting that we can go to, right? Here's how we're going to use the social guideline distancing when, you know, we are doing these protests. So I got to give a big shout out to him because you have people out there where this is truly affecting them. This is really hurting them. So if this really is... I want to know the type of steps or the type of things that you want to hear or the things that you want to happen to create this change. One of the things that my father always said, and, you know, I don't know if it's just my father, but it's just in general. But people say you have to be the change that you want to see. Right. So if you're so outraged at this, don't just make a social media post. All right. You know, don't just. You know, just highlight something just because it's the hot topic. If you truly are upset about this, try and understand what is going through, right? Try and understand what white privilege is. If you're white, you know, maybe you have to understand that this does exist. Because if we do not, you know, show that appreciation or understand that, shout out to my boy Joe Burrow because he said, you know, as, you know, the black community is looking for us, right? And this is somebody in Joe Burrow who's the top quarterback at LSU. And he's saying that people, they want to be here, heard. We want to be heard. I mean, this whole looting stems from the fact that we are frustrated and people just want to have their voice heard. So, you know, when you think about it and how could I say, you know, just try to digest this whole thing that's happened with George Floyd. You know, you just can't, you know, I I'm not going to live my life in fear, you know. I, I saw that, you know, the jogger that got shot. You know, I've been doing jogging myself. You know, it, 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 you, you have to understand what is going on, but I'm not going to let fear, you know, dictate my life, you know. I'm still going to, you know, try and make the right decisions, keep the right people around me, keep positive energy, do positive things, and just try and have understanding and listen to people around me because if you don't do that, we're not going to see the change, you know. Um, you know, I, in the past I've dated, you know, interracially, I've dated white women, you know, and I've had the feelings of, you know, when you have, you're dating someone like that and they can't take you home because their parents don't like black people. You know what I'm saying? These are the things that some people will not understand because they've never lived a life of being black. Right. So, you know, my thing to everybody else out there, you know, especially if you're listening to this show, you know, big you know, I'm so sad with what happened to George Floyd. Um, it, it, it's disgusting. You know, we literally saw a murder right before our eyes and the calling for his mom, you know. And the, the, the crazy thing is, is that, you know, maybe this will show that, you know, white privilege does exist. If you yourself have clearly seen that someone has murdered one of us and... The, 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 the all that they're getting is a third degree murder charge. I mean, you look at Amy Cooper, who hasn't had any criminal charges against her when she made a false claim against that boy. Uh, you know, what's what's his name? Uh, Christian Cooper. Right. So, you know, we see out there that, you know, the results that we want are not happening. And just like Jennifer Carlson says, is you feel so helpless. What can you do? You know, the best thing that you can do is try and understand, you know, try and do your research, understand what is it that we're going through. You know, um, that's the best thing that you can do, especially in a time like this, and continue to live your life with, you know, honesty, integrity, and do the things that uphold what we all should be doing as regular people, right? Treat the next person next to you with just as much respect as you would with your family members, because at the end of the day, 
You know, we are not all going to rise as a society if we don't come together at some point. And if you don't see that here we have something where people are trying to maliciously divide us, you know, it really have to look within yourself and think, what is important to you? You know what I'm saying? How do you stand on this? And if this is something that really means something to you, then figure out what you can do to try and, you know, protest. See what you can do peacefully. You know, MLK got us our freedom, right? He got us our freedom, not, you know, nonviolently, you know? And that's the best way to try and get this, you know, image across because when we as people are trying to, you know, loot and bring negative attention to that, you know, we're only reaffirming the things that many people expect us to do, right? They don't expect us to peacefully come together and social distance and protest in the right way, all right? So, you know, that's just my message to everyone out there. I had a lot on my mind when it came to this, and, you know, I just really hope that, you know, in the near future, whenever, you know, we're able to come out of this quarantine, you know, I just want to be able to, to live my life freely, right? And, you know, I think that, you know, when, when we were able to get our, you know, freedom per se, especially from slavery, you know, I think that they thought that just because, you know, we're able to walk freely without shackles doesn't mean that, you know, we have gained, you know, that benefit of the doubt, right, or that we don't deserve that. And, and that's and that's crazy, right? You know, I, I, I am no different from any one of you out there, you know. I, I just have a podcast. I just do it consistently, you know. Um, I'm the same. I bleed the same red blood as you do. I drink the same water. My body's made up of 99% water, the same as you. But, you know, it, it's, you know, it, it, until we can, you know, eliminate the separation, eliminate where you are this and you are that, then we're still going to have situations where people are acting unequally and we have, you know, this malicious intent on our people, man. And, and, and it's sick. You know, I, 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 I can't talk about it enough. And I thought that this was something that, you know, we had to bring to the forefront. And, and, and I got to share my thoughts on because, you know, like I said, this Talk That Talk show is more than just a sports show. You know, this is literally my heart, mind, and soul pouring out into this microphone to try and get y'all to understand not only the thoughts that are in my mind, but what's happening on in society around us. So I definitely want to thank you all, you know, for sure, for just listening to me on that because, you know, you know, this sports shit is cool, but, you know, we there's bigger things to life than sports. And, you know, I just feel for George Floyd and someone that didn't even get to complete his life, you know, and... It, it, it sucks, man. It sucks. But, um, you know, we still do have to talk about some sports here on this show. So one of the things that we do have that's happening here is the fact that we have the NBA that's going to try and reopen here on July 31st. And, you know, I'm really excited about this. I, I saw some of my friends on there on Twitter, you know, that were saying that they're really excited to hopefully try and get the NBA back you know, my dad's been watching old, uh, you know, games on ESPN, and, you know, it's cool to check and see. But, you know, I want to see if Giannis still really has it in him. You know, I want to see if he's as great as we think he is, right? So I know a lot of people are eager to see what will happen in that postseason, but, you know, part of the things that have to get worked out as far as bringing the NBA back on July 31st is how we're going to bring it back and what is the season going to look like. And for me... You know, I'm someone that I truly believe that, you know, whether it's six, you know, regular season games or five, 
You know, I don't think that the NBA should just jump straight into, you know, the NBA playoffs because you got to think about some of those teams out there. I think in the West, you know, there were the bottom three teams or whatever that were outside the playoff picture were just three games out, you know, and now you're cutting them out and they don't have a fair chance to try and fight their way in. I know that, you know, for some people, they think that, oh, we just want to see the Lakers and the Clippers in the Western Conference final. We want to see Giannis in the playoffs. So... You know, I think that, you know, for me, I know a lot of people are worried about the injuries, right? A lot of people are worried about, hey, you know, we have, you know, if you go straight into the, you know, into the regular season without the playoffs, you might have some injuries to some players and now you're not getting the best quality of, uh, you know, playoffs. But, you know, I think that if you go into these playoffs straight in there, you know, you're having guys that are still cold that have barely, you know, we haven't touched the ball. Well, they haven't touched the ball in a couple months. You haven't went through training camp. I mean, you saw on the last dance how hard it was for Michael Jordan to come back after taking some time off in NBA shape, right? So, you know, I'm somebody that thinks the NBA should have some sort of regular season in there because, trust me, if the if they have some sort of regular season games not just stemming from, you know, the national TV contracts that they were afforded before, but just in the fact of letting players get in their rhythm, right? Um, I think that that would be great for them. And, yeah, Kenny, they're going to be playing all those games down in Orlando at, um, I think it's at Disney World. So I think that, you know, with the NHL, you know, coming out a little bit earlier, the NBA saying that they are going to restart their season, and they're also saying that they're going to jump straight into the playoffs You know, I think that kind of gives a little bit of a push to the NBA and saying, hey, if the NHL can do it, we better get our ass back in the gym because there's a product that the NBA has that everybody wants to see. Um, Then also, you know, I don't know if everybody knows as well, too, but the NFL had a couple changes themselves. Um, One of the things that was on the board that they tried to have a vote for with the NFL was instead of onside kicks, the NFL wanted to have fourth and 15 possessions, right? So instead of, you know, trying to onside kick and get a ball back, you know, you would potentially have a chance to go from the 25-yard line, your own, and try and convert on a fourth and 15 play. And, you know, thinking about it, you know, I'm a big Chiefs fan. I think this would be perfect for the Chiefs, right? But here you have Andy Reid who has went against it. And I can understand why he would go against it because leading up to the, you know, the Super Bowl, the Chiefs had a, you know, not too great of a defense. So if you face off against a team like the Chiefs and your defense is trash, you know, you might not see the ball for a couple possessions if you have someone like Bill Belichick that knows you can't defend him, right? So, you know, I think that, you know, the NFL is in the right direction and trying to get an alternative to, you know, the onside kicks because the onside kicks haven't been successful, right? I feel like every time it's like, oh, here we go. Let them onside kick it because they're not going to get it, you know? And that's tough, especially when you have other sports that are constantly being progressive, like the MLB who's trying to put in robotic uh, strike systems, right, strike zones. So, you know, the NFL is definitely trying to, you know, make some innovations here. But I think they have to rework it a little bit. Some of the things that did pass, even though that one didn't pass, one of the things that did pass is that there will be no more deliberate dead ball fouls. So if you know what that is, you know, the Patriots and the Titans kind of made this a little popular where, you know, if you're trying to milk the clock and you have to punt the ball back to the other team, you let the play clock run all the way down to zero so you can get the uh, 
you know, the time runoff, right? But I think that, you know, that's a good rule because we don't want to exploit the game, right? We don't want to, you know, find those loopholes in the game to take the integrity out of the win, right? So I like that rule change. And then also we have an auto review for not only just scoring plays, but also turnovers that were negated by penalties. I can't tell you how many times the Chiefs had turn, um, interceptions that were called back because of holding calls. Now that will automatically get reviewed in the NFL so that, you know, we don't take away from those big game-changing moments. So, you know, big shout-out to the NFL for trying to be progressive and, you know, give the, give the fans a little bit of what they want in that excitement. And then, you know, I definitely also want to give a shout-out to my boy Eric Devendorf, who for some of you may not know is one of the best, you know, guards to go down at uh, Syracuse history. Um, definitely had a lot of great moments in the Big East tournament. Um, but, you know, Eric Devendorf has went on to now creating virtual basketball videos for kids so that they can do drills at home. And, you know, for somebody that's worked with children, um, for someone that does, you know, do digital media creation, you know, I was really excited to see this because, you know, here we have this quarantine life where we're constantly trying to, you know, get creative and how we can affect other people's lives without, you know, being there and touching them and seeing them, right? So we have Eric Devendorf who's trying to uplift that basketball community by putting out there some basketball drills virtually online. So I want to give a big shout-out to Eric Devendorf. Um, if you don't know who he is, please Google him. You know, he went to Syracuse and was a lethal three-point shooter. So, you know, I, I, I really, you know, and I talked to, I think it was Stanley about this the other day. Shout-out to Stanley. But, you know, we talked about, you know, the type of people that you want around you and the type of energy that you want to have around you. You know, and I feel like, you know, and I've said this before that, you know, I want to add value to my life by adding value to others, you know, trying to get them to think about something bigger. Right. And, you know, the big thing to me is that, you know, when you have situations where you can uplift people and, you know, present positive things, you know, those are things that are going to stand the test of time, you know. Um, and that's something that I really am trying to do with this podcast as well. I mean, you have Jimmy Cowback, who I love to death, and he said, I miss watching sports on TV, but your, your podcast is the bomb. You know, big shout out to you, Jimmy, because like I said, you know, I'm, pour, I'm pouring my heart, mind, and soul into this mic. You know, I really try so hard to try and give you all the things that you want to hear about and bring you that raw emotion that, you know, shows you that I'm human, you know, and I feel like with a lot of other shows, you have things that are rehearsed. You know, it's not live like this. And, you know, you really get to try to get a sense of who I am as a person, man, and the things that I feel, you know, my reflections on certain things. So just the fact that I have people like Jimmy Cowbeck out there that truly think that this podcast is awesome, you are what makes me continue to come up here each and every week, man. So thank you so much, Jimmy. And lastly, you know, before I close out this show, you know, I definitely want to give also another shout-out to Scott Van Pelt. Because what he did was he started a social media campaign that, that was called, I think, Hashtag Senior Night. And this honored all of the college seniors out there that didn't get a chance to finish out their seasons. Um, I know, personally, my boy Dave at VW Liquors was so upset that Caroline didn't get to finish, you know, her college ba uh, softball season. And, you know, she graduated today. Shout out to Caroline from Keene University. And, you know, a lot of all the other students out there did not get a chance to celebrate, you know, their athletic seasons and all of their accomplishments. 
So in closing here, I definitely want to give a big shout out to all those seniors out there, you know, in the NCAA, whether you're D1, D3, D2, you know, I can't imagine how it feels to not be able to, you know, finish out your season and end on the right note that you wanted to. Um, so, you know, my heart goes out to them, you know, Sports is going to come back sooner than we, you know, sooner than we think, I think. Um, you know, I'm very confident that, you know, the leadership people that are in place are going to do the best of their abilities to make sure these athletes are safe. And, you know, I'm really excited to try and get it back on the tube and uh, and to watch it. So, you know, I, I definitely want to thank everyone out there, as always, for tuning into this Talk That Talk show. You know, I love each and every one of you. Each Friday, 830 in this primetime slot. I'm going to continue to give you what you want to hear, all right? Um, some people might not, you know, might be looking for me to not come one week just so they can say, hey, you didn't come this week, right? You didn't come with an episode. Well, I'm telling you, that ain't going to happen because the consistency is there. I love this podcasting. Um, this show, it just means so much to me. And, you know, we're just coming each and every week to try and give you all what you want to hear because this is a show for the people by someone who loves the people and all people, all right? So before I close out, I definitely want to also say the beer that I was drinking today, um, shout out to, like I said, David, VW Liquors. I love this guy. Um, he gave me some evil genius beer. It's called I Love Lamp. All right, I know it's not a Jersey beer. I know I said I've been on my Jersey beers, but this one actually comes from New York, and it's called I Love Lamp. It's a pineapple Hefeweizen. I mean, I don't know how to speak German, but I think that's what it's called. But um, this is actually a pineapple-infused beer. Um, like I said, I've had the last episode, I had a, a double IPA. So I definitely wanted to get back to a little bit of the fruitier side of things. Pause. But uh, <laughs> uh, this beer, like I said, is Evil Genius. It's called I Love Lamp. Um, you can check it out if you're in the tri-state area. Go to your local beer store. See if they got it. I'm still trying to find that white afro from this beer company because Evil Genius, uh, they, they got a really good beer company out there. But um, definitely want to give a shout-out to them. I'm going to try this beer out there. So if you're drinking a beer with me out there on this Friday night, cheers it up. Yeah, that's pretty good. That is really good. So for all those people that like, you know, an ale type of beer, something light, something that's going to, you know, kind of hit you with the summertime, you know, try this beer out. It's called I Love Lamp. You know, surprisingly, I, I was a little, you know, I was like, I don't know if I like this because I've been so used to Bolero Snort. But I definitely will say this evil genius beer has me exactly where I need to be. So before we close out, Want to give a special shout-out to our sponsors at VW Liquors, located in Wick Plaza, Edison, New Jersey. Let's go, Mets! Let's go, Mets! We always do that for Dave at the end of the show. Want to give a big shout-out to 91s.com. They got the best acid wash apparel in the game. My boy Cody Bromley, I love that dude. And then also, big shout-out to Executive Bar and Restaurant, located in Carteret, New Jersey, 30 Menu Street. Love you, Prashad, as always. And this is the Talk That Talk show. Can you can you believe it's already time to go? 31 minutes in, it's already time to go. Shout out to my boy Stephen Baum, Vin James, my boy Jimmy Cowbeck, the coolest, the cool brothers. 
Attaboy, uh, Kenny Sperlin, Sherrod Shuford, Juan Martinez, John Cliff, uh, Jennifer Carlson, David Ratty. Uh, who else we got on here? Antoine Jefferson, Mary T. Stanley, Donnie Lee. I see you're catching up to me in Call of Duty, brother, but you still got to do some work. Richie Barber, we're taking care of your nephew, Nixon, brother. Um, and then also want to give a big shout out to my boy, Brendan Costello, uh, one of the, the, the most thorough dudes I know. Uh, big shout out to you, brother. Um, as always, this is the Talk That Talk show. Um, if you want to know about the T-shirts that we're coming out with, please message me at underscore Barry Buckets. All right. Check us out on Twitter at Talk That Talk SH1. Follow us on Instagram, underscore talk that talk show. You name it, the content is there for you. I'm going to have this episode posted to YouTube. Please do me a favor, subscribe and like to us on YouTube. Tell a friend about this show, and please show some understanding for the person next to you, all right? The only way we can come together through this is to show understanding, peace, love, and patience, right? This is the Talk That Talk show. Um, big, like I said, also we want to say rest in peace to George Floyd. Um, we're not going to have any ending music on the end of this show because we want to give a, you know, a special, uh, moment of silence for him. So as we close out this show, please think and pray for the families of George Lloyd out there and pray and please really hope for the fact that this world can come together and, and, and not be, the, the malicious place that we've seen that it is in the past couple of days. I pray for a, a day of equality for everyone out there. I love you all. This is the Talk That Talk show every single Friday, 8.30 at night. And you will promise that you will have a show here for you to listen to. I pride myself on this consistency, and you all are the reason why I can continue to push through. I, I love you all, and I'll see you all next week.